Okay, what's good, what's good? It's a quick update for you all, yeah? Right, what I've tried to do here is I've changed things up a little touch to maintain the integrity of the main show whilst giving you a lot of regular podcasts you can listen to every week. So stay subscribed to The Joff Show, but also for something more regular, search Random Joff on whichever podcast platform you use and subscribe to that for the regular joint. If there's a new episode of the main show, I'll be sure to let you know on there. And as always, it really helps if you follow Joff Show on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, sharing the content, letting your people know about the show really, 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 really helps. So the more of that, the merrier. You know what I mean? Feel free to reach out anytime with any questions or suggestions for the show. Big up all of you lot, man, for staying with the show. And yeah, we move. Big up. Love. Uh, just a quick update, guys. Hi, got to be really quick. If I'm dead uh, after this, you'll know why. <clears throat> peppers, uh, they know that peppers um, make us really intelligent. So basically, um, I've just been to the supermarket. The peppers are really small. They're probably the size of a 50p now because uh, they're trying to reduce us having peppers because they know the in- intelligence in is going to basically defeat them. So they're trying to cut that out of our food chain. So um, guys, rush to the shops now. It's urgent. Get peppers and get toilet rolls, but get the big original peppers. If you see the supermarkets only selling these new super small mini ones, just run out of there. Um, it's up. Okay. Be safe. Stay safe. Clap at seven or eight o'clock or nine o'clock. I can't remember what time it is, but I'll meet you outside on the front porch and we'll all clap together. Love you all. Be safe. Bye. Garbage, I tell you. Gar- garbage. Shit tune. I actually named it shit tune. It was a drill tune. Started with such a sick little piano melody as well, and it ended up just absolute fucking bullshit. Garbage shit. All right, Izzy. Izzy's uh, got a new spot, and uh, it seems to be under the desk, the recording desk. Um, She goes up there. She's currently cleaning, getting ready to go to sleep, no doubt. Anyway, what I, what I thought I'd do instead of carrying on trying to make another fucking tune, I figured I'd sit down and talk about something I've been thinking about lately. We've, we've, we've been thinking quite a lot about actually and and, <laughs> and that's what a podcast is for isn't it ha <laughs> anyway yeah so i've been paying a lot of attention to comfort sources with the winter in so this is my i would say it's either second or third winter yeah, it's my third winter without um any depressants but it's only really two years because i started in the winter do you know what i mean so just over two years since i gave up antidepressants did i say started them gave up i don't know what i said <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> i really just don't know what i said 
um, anyway, so I've been paying a lot of attention to the things. Like, I've been doing a lot of, um, what's the best way to put it? Um, oh, just went a bit cross-eyed for no reason. Uh, what is it called? I've been calling it this all week, and now I can't remember where it's gone. Optimizing. Optimizing. I've been looking at optimization. Like I've been looking at my relationship with sleep, which is a strange one because I have this routine that I do, right? Get up in the morning early, even on my days off, and nap. I chase nap. I've got twin boys, so they will know. They know. They don't sleep. I mean, they sleep now. They sleep now. They sleep now. Them boys sleep now. They sleep. And bless them, they're probably having the best sleeps of their life. So big up you, boys, yeah? Big up you. Keep getting them sleeps, yeah? I'm pro sleep. Oh, why is the thing beeping now my um my oven's beeping it's a pie you see i've made a pie i'm gonna stop it from beeping and then come back oh, damn it. right i'm back um tell you what that pie don't half smell nice <laughs> aldi's uh f- uh you know specially selected um which is their vers- version of te- you know taste the difference or finest or whatever they do pies and uh pies are winter thing in it come to think of it um my my missus the other day said she'd never had i said we'll, we'll have pie because didn't have what when i said why don't you get a pie we'll have some pie and chips she was like with chips I was like are you English are you here have you been here have you lived here she's listening now going oh god sake you have to say it for she'd never had pie and chips she didn't know it was a, a thing like a common thing anyway uh, banging pie not bad think about a lot of winter food lately actually um, been doing a lot of stews and that been doing uh, slow uh, slow did a slow roasted lamb the other day last Christmas um, my brother from another rogue star Pascali he said to me I just said a Greek name and an Italian accent weird um, I asked him about doing a gleftiko. There you go, um, brother. If you're listening, said it right, yeah? Because he always cusses me for saying things wrong. Um, so his mum told me how to make a lamb, what we would call gleftiko. Getting gleftiko. Um, so there's a farm near me. And look, if you live near a farm or pass a farm and, and that you know that they do me, I'll tell you what, chicken, not so much. Pork, maybe. But lamb from a farm shop, from a, like, not a far- farm shop that, far- <laughs> hear that, far- farm shop that um, just brings everything in from outside but a, far, a real good butcher thought on site or something like that I know it's fucked up but you know what I mean right Jesus Christ the difference man the difference is incredible anyway I've done slow cooked this lamb double wrapped it I seasoned it up you put a bit of lemon in there you put a couple of potatoes in there season it up whole leg wrap it in parchment completely tight you know and then wrap it in tinfoil super tight maybe a little hole at the top if you want but I, I don't do that and I'm looking at six to eight hours of slow roasting yeah oh my days this shit is fucking incredible right at the end you kind of unwrap it put it in and just give it a little um what's that thing you do what's that thing you do uh baste baste it baste it basse it basse it take some juices whack them on the top turn it right up give it a little push push on the top yeah oh my days so banging anyway that's what we're doing for christmas this year um so i'd like to get back to the point um about that actually um but uh, before I do, I will say, slow cooking, a lot of meat, slow cooking meat in general, it's fucking great. It don't have to be for hours and hours, but Jesus Christ, man, if you go easy and then blast it at the end, it's just such a fail-safe method for good meat. Did that with jerk pork. Oh my God, if you have not had jerk pork, I had jerk pork about a year ago and I hadn't eaten much jerk chicken in my lifetime, really. Well, not loads, you know what I mean? But once I had jerk pork, I didn't, the only, the only decent reason I can see for somebody still making jerk chicken is that you don't eat pork some reason do you know what I mean whether it be religious or you just don't eat pork but jerk pork is life changing jerk pork will change your life fucking you get a pork butt which is 
below, just below the shoulder. Slice that. You can do it with a shoulder anyway. Slice it into thick slices. Jerk it up. I've actually got a recipe that I've been working on for ye probably a couple of years. Keep changing, chopping and changing. Anyway, slice it up, uh, jerk, put a jerk seasoning and slow cook that for about two, two or three hours or two hours and then half an hour blast. Fuck. Jesus. Oh, good Lord. Almighty, oh, that shit is fucking amazing. Anyway, back to sleep. Um, This has been a, a definite ADHD run around. I've definitely had coffee today. I'm not going to veer off on that. Um, Hold on. Oh, sweet strawberry on the old, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, on the old geek bar. Somebody's listening now saying, I heard that makes your lungs bleed. Done worse. I've done worse. So it is what it is. It's fucking beautiful. Anyway, on the subject of sleep, I was going back to, let's get back to the subject because uh, as you might know from the last episode, I've been working on staying on subject. Now, what I was talking about was comfort zones. What I seem to do is, what I seem to chase is, since I've had a kid, I feel like I've been catching up on sleep ever since. Now, they're grown, yeah? Like men, do you know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm definitely still catching up on sleep, 100%. I fucking love naps. Naps, a nap, oh my God. If it came in a pill, I mean, if it is in a pill form, you know, diazepam probably. Uh, but um, fuck me, I love a nap. And I've noticed I chase the comfort zone stuff more in the winter. And it's usually sort of a fight to uh, not be depressed about all the, the dim outdoors. Um, side note, I've been using my sun lamp. That shit works. Get one, try it. Like most things that I've uh, recommended on here, they only make a, a little bit of a change most of the time but stack up them little changes and and shit work so the routine fucking hell am i all over the place today wake up early even on a weekend i'll wake up the time i get up for work yeah which is about five o'clock then have a nice coffee then go uh what do you call it go in the front room put the telly on take my medication for the day and then try and chill watch some comfort tv and have a nap everything in a revolves evolves a revolves everything a revolves around that nap my missus is calling me the nap darling Hello, oh don't say the full government name. You're you're live on Josh Show Entertainment Recordings. How may I help you? <laughs> I was just going to ask if you're coming back online. If I'm coming back online to shoot, shoot Don's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just oh. got eighty-seven kills. Eighty-seven kills. Yeah. So while I'm trying to make a podcast, you're getting better than me. As if that's not going to draw me back. <laughs> it's because I changed my gun. All right, go on. I'll this is definitely going on the podcast, by the way. Oh, my God. I was talking... Right. Yeah, actually, just so you know, everybody's going to know that you didn't know that people had pie and chips together. Say that again. Everybody's going to know that you didn't have pie and chips, that you never knew oh that... Oh, my gosh. I, but I, I had it in the end, didn't I? Jeez. Yeah, but you didn't know that people had pie and chips. No, I didn't. But you've got to remember, where do I come from? North London. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah? How does that save you from not knowing that pie and chips is a thing? Oh, babe. I can't focus right now on pie and chips when I'm in the middle. Why? Are you kidding people now? Yeah. So why did you call me then? If you kill, you called me to not listen to me. I was on a no, that, Don't you dare. Oh, yes, with that triple kill fam. Triple kill. You know what? You need to go because I need to do this. I need to crack on where I was. All right. Uh, I will speak to you all right. soon. All 
Alright, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Jesus Christ, she got 87 kills, man. It's double XP weekend. We bought Vanguard. Oh, my days. I love a bit of multi, man. Bit of multiplayer, man. Shit's deep, son. Um, side note, 48th side note of this one small section is um that I may be doing a Twitch because I figured, fuck it. If I'm going to try and... You, you No, I don't release that often, even though in the new year... I ain't going to say too much about it. New year, we're looking at doing more, much more, um, much more avenues. Uh, might bring the t might start a Twitch, man, um, as a way to still game and still connect with you a lot. So, yeah, I'll let you know when that happens, yeah? So, where was that, man? Fuck! That was it. Uh, comfort TV and a nap. Now, this whole session was supposed to be about... Okay, no. Anyway, what I mean by comfort TV, this is just one thing that I do, which is a comfort zone thing that I do for the winter, right, is I think I've got two types of telly that I watch. One is, like, I like pretty deep stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, early Villeneuve movies or Aronofsky movies, so, like, Incendies or um, La Haine or Aronofsky movies like The Fountain, Requiem for a Dream, shit that you really need to think about, do you know what I mean? Mother, um, I can't think of any else, any, you know. Um, anyway, very, comp not just very complicated, just stuff that requires these high art types shit, do you know what I mean? But also, there's a select few shows that I consider comfort television that don't challenge me in any way, I don't need to deep think about it, but for some reason I get mad comfort from sitting and watching them. Like, when I was growing up, I used to love sitcoms, fucking love them. It's like me, I was watching Friends and shit, and um, Ray, Raymond, you know what I'm talking about, innit? I used to love that shit, but like, nowadays, I've got some comfort TV that, I, I, when it comes out, I fucking save it for the winter, <laughs> I get fucking excited about these shows, like, oh, sick, this is gonna become a part of my weekend when I'm chilling, like, this is the kind of thing that helps me get through work, because I'm like, oh, 10 episodes of that, or what? Um, comfort TV, like, at the, at the moment, I'd say, uh, well, I've got a small list here. One, Crash in USA. If you ain't seen it, I think it's fucking dope. If you like comedy or you're into stand-up or what stuff that surrounds it, you know, a lot of people, more people are nowadays because of podcasts, because of Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, people like that. Um, Crash in USA uh, is sick. It follows a guy who's very much a goody-goody, um, good Christian guy, trying to be a stand-up comedian and what it takes and stand up. Now, a lot of things, when you explain them what they are, it kind of makes it sound very boring or basic, but it's very well done. Do you know what I mean? A lot of big comedians on there. Very, yeah, It's sick anyway. F is for Family, season five just came out. If you don't know, that's Bill Burr's animated series. Fucking love that shit. Um, not, when I speak to people about it, people who I know who like stuff like Family Guy, and the third, I'm surprised that they don't watch that um, actually because... <laughs> Yeah, it's set in the, I think it's 70s or the 80s. 70s. It's fucking wicked, man. Watch that shit, man. So yeah, Crashing, F is for Family. I just re-watched uh, White Gold. Uh, I've been doing a lot of re-watching. Remember back in the day, right? See, millennials and after that wouldn't know this, but like re-watching was a big thing. Do you remember like if you had the film on tape and it was in the drawer in, like, or on the, on the shelf at your house, you'd re-watch that shit. <laughs> like if Robocop was your favourite film, you just re-watch Robocop. Like, I remember as a kid, like me and my closest, three friends like Sandbox Joel we would basically Mighty Ducks Mighty Ducks 2 Sister Act 2 um, couple other films but those ones in particular we fucking knew them word for fucking word man and you'd rewatch shit like seasons and this that and the third so I've started doing that recently like I've done it with F is for Family rewatched it um, and now I'm currently doing it with White Gold which is on Netflix which is fucking sick man the main actor he's sick but I think he's caught up in some sort of scandal sex you know cancellation kind of situation so I think that may be the reason why that went but it, it goes uh, it covers it's comedy kind of thing set in the 80s early 90s late 80s early 90s I think it is about um, window salesman basically and uh, my old man did it for about a year during the, the big boom and I remember 
room saying that, like as an introduction to it it'd take you out to these fucking crazy hotels spend mad money on you drugs all over the place drink all over the place anyway this it, it, yeah it's fucking sick like as comfort TV goes I fucking I fucking love that shit there is one that goes sort of in between something that I consider to be much a bit deeper a bit more well written which is a comedy which is Barry Barry is fucking sick I can't remember the creator of it it's about a, a guy who is a hitman who uh, ends up falling into becoming somebody who wanted to be an actor um, it is so fucking good I highly highly recommend Barry man 10 out of 10 all day one of the best sort of dark comedies written uh, in years I think uh, Staff Let's Flats is fucking jokes um, Channel 4 Jamie Dimitri which is somebody I followed me and my brother used to watch his comedy shorts uh, comedy blaps years ago and he's so fucking funny this guy and he's so sick to see somebody that you followed for long and thought how comes they ain't do you know what I mean really proper smashing it they're on season 2 of that and season 3 season 3 anyway that's fucking sick um, as far as TV goes I have to talk about um, two shows one is Atlanta Atlanta is so well done um, it's artistically great it's funny it's real but it's I don't know it's, Atlanta is one of the one of my favourite shows I'd say it's in my top 10 for sure um, so 100% watch Atlanta that's a 10-10 all day 10-10 10-10 like the shutter says on the text message 10-10 Cali Ting you know what I mean haha <laughs> yeah right on to Gomorrah now you ever had a show that is something you tell your friends about and they don't watch it right this show is a show that I think eventually will be like like what, what happened with Breaking Bad Breaking Bad didn't make it boom until season 3 or 4 people loved it and they was talking about a sick show sick show but there wasn't enough people and it was on a channel that not many people around the world knew about do you know what I mean then it made its boom it was a sick show from the off but it just didn't get to the right places this is the same thing with Gamora and I think one of the main reasons for that is that it's an Italian drama crime drama uh, about the the Camorra which is Naples Mafia there was a movie about eight years ago a uh, very good movie same writer Roberto Saviano who is living in well under police protection can't I think he can go back to his own country um, what happened was with Gamora is I watched a few episodes no I watched most of one episode well, that's alright do you know what I mean um, seems a little bit dated but maybe I'll come back to it and then randomly found this show called Zero 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 which was a single series thing a one off thing and uh, fucking hell it's so good Zero 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 um, the word not the number um, incredible and when at the end uh, we was checking the credits and it said Saviano and I was shit that's the guy who done Gamora let me go back to Gamora wow what did I sleep on without a doubt I think the it's the most I've ever been glued to a show ever if you're the type of person who's like nah I can't be dealing with um, subtitles just try it man because here's the thing with subtitles if you've been avoiding subtitle movies subtitle this subtitle you have you are fucking missing out you are missing out on some like some of the best movies and series are not in English you know what I mean even uh, just recently we watched Snab a Cash which I heard about on Scroobius Pip was talking with uh, MC Grinder about fucking sick and they was talking about Gamora funnily enough and it was rare I was like oh shit somebody else is watching it everybody who I do know who has watched it which is only two out of the probably hundred thousand people that I've told about it has been like bro possibly the best show I've ever seen in my life this shit is fucking incredible if you like gangster shit anyway it's gritty the way it's shot well, now that I'm learning photography uh, on a deeper level just the, it, everything around this show is fucking dope watch that shit man watch Gamora um, but uh, you know what I'd be interested in hearing is uh, if any of you have this comfort TV thing this sort of thing that like doesn't challenge your psyche in any way doesn't make you have to think but you just somehow get comfort from jamming and watching this fucking show or whatever um, 
I, I've got it before from shows that have just been on in the background that my missus have watched, like 90 Day Fiance, which is, Jesus Christ, be careful with them shows, you know? Fucking hell, 90 Day Fiance is one of the most addictive fucking shows you can ever watch, <laughs> That's why there's probably 70 different versions, like there's 90 Day Fiance the, after the 90 days, 90 Day Fiance happily ever, ever after, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, 90 Day Fiance moving on, do you know what I mean? Fuck, that is a fucking addictive show and there's a reason for it, man. That's that's worth watching. But Gamora, please, 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 if you've if you've not clicked on anything or, or trusted anything I've said up to, up until this point, or you or you trusted it before, I'll get to it. I'm not gonna get to it. Or I haven't got to it yet. This stand for watch Gamora season one. Do me a favor, watch four episodes. If you ain't in by then, you're definitely not gonna be in. But watch four episodes, man. This shit is so fucking good. I think you can I had to rent um because usually I'll just go for the fire stick, cinema HD. Do you know what I mean? But you know, if you ain't got it, cinema HD, look that up. Yeah, saving you a lot of money. But it wasn't on there, so I had to buy season one, I think for about three pound, four pound on YouTube and stream it to the fire stick. I think you could do that with a Google Chrome or Roku or whatever. Um, it is a Sky Atlantic thing, so you can do a seven day trial on Now TV, and when you do that, you can watch all of it, all of it basically. Season five just come out. Um, I think after season four, this is a, they don't tell you this, which is strange. After season four, there's a movie that you have to watch before you watch season five, which uh is called Le Mortal, and uh, if you watch the season you'll know any of it you'll know why any why it's called that but season one you can get on youtube now tv um obviously cinema hd there it's all up now because i think it's growing in popularity i think ricky gervais i saw on twitter saying it's the greatest show in the world or something um but yeah gamora man fuck i know this has been a been a long ramble about comfort zones and tvs and whatever but gamora watch that shit you will be glued me and the missus everything surrounded it like what time are you coming home from work how many episodes do you think we can get in tonight that, that, that we stayed up late she stayed up late which is not normal for her she broke her routine to watch it and fucking hell i'm looking forward to season five it's just come out in italy i only managed to see one episode um so far um but yeah, i've said it enough anyway gamora check that shit out yeah do a backflip yeah front flip man's gonna try and make another tune now it's not gonna work no what, what am i talking about no i'm not I'm gonna eat a pie and chips that's probably cold and man ain't got no beans out here what kind of dickhead ain't got no beans man man's gonna eat a pie and chip and probably go online and let my missus show me how to absolutely smash it uh, multiplayer on Vanguard um, yeah. let's see how that works out shall we Like jelly. 
not really a successful day as far as um, staying in control of things go. Um, big downfall today, sugar man. Massive fucking downfall today. Fucking hell, it's a fucking hell. Like, <coughs> I stayed on top of the house cleaning pretty well the past few days. And, and I'm, you know, I had a few months of eating pretty well as well. Um, but fuck me. I don't know if anybody else gets this shit. But if you have a good good go at getting fit, man, and to the point of where you, you your body makes a change. When you fucking go back to sugar man oh, i feel like when it comes back it comes back worse not when it comes back <laughs> listen to that for a fucking cop out when it comes back you know like it's a fucking something that inflicts itself on me like like it's fucking weather do you know what i mean oh my flipping flipping days our mouth flipping on the days the sugar has come back with a bang 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 today's um today's thing with sugar i started i had a banana um oh jesus you got a pattern on your wall and then like caught it off guard and it's making your eyes go weird fuck me jesus panic attack inducing um yes i had a, gr- a moderately green banana this morning because it's super low on the gi um and it stands for well you, well, you know don't you classy mick index and um jesus i'm flying off the fucking rails today with this sugar shit man um might be anxiety as well but anyway back to the sugar jesus you can excuse me man can you stay on topic please um i was in the car on the way home and i had some uh mike and ikes if you don't know what they are they are the, this it's an american brand um jelly bean but they fucking that's the flavorings are banging because american candy flavors and i learned this from being in the state um like certain things yeah you, ha- you have to know your stuff out there to eat decent man like you really have to know do you know what i mean like eating in and eating at very specific places told to me by told to me shown to me advised to me by my uncle and auntie were were, were it was amazing do you know what i mean but apart from that you gotta be careful but, but their flavorings for candy are so much fucking better than that their grape flavoring like we need to put a petition together to like normalize grape flavors normalize fruit punch flavor hawaiian punch flavor fucking caribbean punch fucking flavor um watermelon's got a bit it's a bit a bit more about nowadays but if, you know if you've had fucking jolly ranchers and all these american sweets you've had all these flavors of things do you know what i mean and um yeah so i went into a shop near a studio and they had fucking myconites for a couple of quid it was in a uh, made of hell fucking hell man so i got three um a tropical which i'd had before and then two that i haven't one called red 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 ranch red red something anyway yeah, that's the only one that's called red and fucking cotton candy flavor fucking hell them cotton candy ones anyway fucking sat in the car absolutely battering them like i don't know oh, what am i having a drop here because don't matter how many of these i eat i fucking kill them off then i came home still fucking hungry from eating so many of these fucking micronauts right and then i fucking go to the kitchen heat up my dinner that my missus gave me to take with me banging but it was you know it had rice in it i mean it was a, quite a lot of food and then about half an hour after that i fucking ate the last part of a tear and share brioche and if you ain't had that fucking hell i don't know why i've seen it so many times in um tesco's man up there and by the bread you know where you get the fresh muffins and all that shit and it's got like a custard on top and you put it in a microwave and it's just fucking sex it's just sex mate that's like top quality fucking food that is oh my god what i mean top quality is i don't know about quality but fucking hell it's every corner of the sweet thing jesus this is a this is negative positive this food section it wasn't supposed to be a 
fifth food section, but but might as well rate the things that I've had, even though they think the Myconites are fucking incredible. Try them cotton candy ones, and definitely try the red ones because uh, they've got a fruit punch one in there, which is a classic American taste, which is just so banging, so banging. Definitely get that fucking tear and share brioche from uh, up by the French sticks and that, and definitely, definitely go and get lint. I never know whether it's lint or Lindor. I don't know why. I think it's lint. They've got these things called Nuxor, N-U-X-O-R, which are like cubes of sort of like what's inside the lint eggs. A little bit harder because obviously you've got to hold it, but cubes of that just with whole hazelnuts. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my days. So many tasty treats making me look like a, I am a fat man. So many trees. So what's happened is um, it may it came back and I was very disorganised. I ain't really done much of the clean. I, I, I had the place so nice and clean. Then in one afternoon, I seemed to fuck it all up come back here I've done a little bit of it and then I play Call of Duty man like me and the missus play Call of Duty for about I don't know let's call it hour and a half yeah two hours and then just got bored we both got absolutely bored of it at the same time I thought am I having a fucking sugar drop here because nothing's happening for me right now I just don't want to do nothing ended up playing fucking Darts of Fury on the iPhone and being bored whilst doing it thinking why am I fucking doing this why am I doing it and then I thought well, let me clean up a bit so I've done about five minutes of cleaning <laughs> about an hour required probably um and i've come in here and uh sat down to pen some melodies down and the keyboard's not registering with my thing so it's one of them days where i feel like i'm just being taught a lesson or eating the fuckeries and not looking after things and shit like that do you know what i mean so uh yeah here i am i just thought fuck it i might as well turn the mic on microphone on microphone on on but buy all of them products yeah i'm not saying eat them in the way that i do you know use as part of a healthy diet do you know what i mean so yeah well I don't really know what else to say apart from um, bye. try again, Joff. Try again tomorrow. Don't think I'll start with a banana tomorrow. I think I'll just start with not really eating breakfast because I don't really know. I don't fucking know. I don't I fucking do I. Joking. What? Where have you got this money from? I'm not even joking. <laughs> right, don't give me a heart attack because I fucking call the police right now. Joint dealing, Bob. That's a little piece I discovered on Instagram by a guy called I Face Soul. Um, I might be butchering the name, but it's I F A C E Soul S O U L normal spelling. How fucking nice is that? You know what? It's when you go on his page, you'll find it. But um, I'll share it on my story. It's just in an open room and just like natural reverb of a room. It's just the fucking shit, man. I just love that shit. His voice is so sick as well. He's got loads of stuff on his page. Definitely go check that guy out. In my sort of, you know, lack of music production and uh, sort of not push to produce, but just idea forming has been pretty bad. Um, 
so I've been listening to a lot. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's an album. Oh, this fucking album. So there's a band. They're like a trio. They're called Crangbin. Now, as much as that immediately sounds like a sort of heavy metal type band, they're not. Um, Krangbin is spelled K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. Look up a song called A Hymn, H-Y-M-N. Uh, yeah, this fucking, oh my days, this album. Um, I was on the way to work one morning and I went by Queen's Park. There's a coffee shop there, coffee station. I swear down. Side note, the only one on a platform that you'll ever find, and I've seen them in a few places because I think I saw them in Walthamstow as well, but it's the only one that I can find that makes actually on-point fucking coffee on a fucking station platform. Do you know what I mean? You're usually expecting, you know, them Nescafe machines. (laughs) Worst shit, man. Or even worse than an Nescafe machine, yeah? Even worse, somebody with a proper machine making dry, old, doosty-ass fucking coffee that just fucking has, like, the essence of Marmite to it. So, I mean, if I want to fucking drink Bovril, man, we'll drink Bovril with toast, because Bovril... <laughs> hey, Bovril, though. Hey, Bovril. Anyway, me in the shop was playing this Crangbin album and I just was immediately like walking towards the place and I was already in it by the time I got there and it was only playing out of a little speaker I was like what the fuck is this and he was just like bro how sick is this like it's Crangbin like oh my days the album is called uh Con Todo El Mundo Con T-O-D-O El Mundo M-U-N-D-O it's like a warm classic sort of soul dub psychedelic kind of sound uh, mostly no vocals um this actual album they, they sort of travel everywhere they travel they go record shopping right and uh this one here was inspired by like middle eastern and north african sound textures like specifically i think the album was inspired by 70s uh, iranian pre-revolution music and it's it's hard to pin down exactly the genre but it's just a fucking beautiful album, man. I just can't stop playing it. Cannot stop playing it. I tried it the other day and the missus headphones with some noise cancellation. And it just felt like this surround. Ah, oh, incredible, man. Like, and for the morning, morning specifically, listen to this one in the morning. Like, for the first time. I think if you're going to listen to this for the first time, try it in the morning. It's just, you know, just like the Nils Fram stuff that I've told you about. I've noticed that in the morning I consume certain styles of music with like better depth if that makes sense you know put simply i just love this kind of sound in the morning um it's it's just a fucking incredible album i think it was sampled on a jay electronica album with jay-z as well uh, which i didn't know until i recently checked that album out which is uh, i can't remember the name but i'll put it up um yeah it's just i just fucking love it it's that diet there's a dubby sort of psychedelic version of one of the songs which reminds me of morgan delt which is i might have mentioned these before um morgan delt is uh, a sort of uh, released a self-titled album about three oh no it's actually a while ago now probably about five six years ago i remember because me and my brother were listening to it um it's like a psychedelic you know like 70s psychedelic rock 
it's like that but he's used like all the old delay machines so it's just kind of all and it's just fuzzy and busy and oh it's fucking incredible it's, it's sample heaven but yeah it's it's dope it's such a sick album um i've actually uh if you go on your joff show search joff show on youtube there's actually a playlist so all the music that i mentioned on here i'm gonna start putting up uh on on that on the uh playlist do you know what i mean so that fucking morgan dell album sent me on a super wave of sound design trying to find delays just an echo you would think it's just a simple thing like like yo 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 just a simple thing like that you would think well there's there's loads of different versions of that you can get it and yes you can but this whole bit of sound design on this morgan dell album is like it's done with outboard gear which is like you know a real delay like when i when i was a kid um me and dro uh when we when we first met uh dro uh dro at uh at dro fanatics or at fanatics online check them out um we used to make music in the loft at my parents house with an old casio keyboard cubase light which couldn't record audio an old tv mic like them super thin ones that you'd see like terry wogan using and uh a mini disc recorder but we'd run the mic through an old delay machine like an actual tape thing so it had a tape running through it and you'd wire up you know you'd feed in the tape and you would just talk into it and you'd be like yo 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 and you reminded of like old sort of dub reggae kind of delay do you know what i mean and we used to, it was so fucking sick so fucking sick so yeah i've been still trying to learn some sound design stuff based on that um i have to mention man skibber d Oh, fucking hell r.i.p man the original jungleist what a don skibber d was i remember me and son we listened to skibber d and tried to write down his lyrics it was actually the first lyrics that i'd written down and tried to rap back do you know what i mean and was going to school in the morning and go, <laughs> arsenal to liverpool then we go to newcastle is that the original we're talking probably 96 97 jungle music nah no fucking hell earlier earlier probably 95 he was on call fm definitely one of the originators um of of bit of jungle music of being a jungle mc um i don't remember mcs before that i remember rappers but not mcs do you know what i mean like yeah man rest in peace skibber d what a fucking don man what I've done. Uh, one more thing I want to mention in terms of music is I found a song called Lead Me On. It just says Lead Me On 1976. This is also on the playlist on the channel, yeah? So go on the Joff Show and subscribe to that and uh, um, check the playlist out, right? It's not got loads of things on it yet, but I'm going to keep adding and adding and adding to it. So it said Lead Me On 1976, and it had a load of what I thought was like uh, Chinese writing, but I think it's Korean that's by somebody called Cho Yong Pil, C-H-O-Y-O-N-G-P-I-L, who does sort of traditional Korean music, but done this fucking soul version of this song. And it's just fucking, it's just nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> it's so on point. And, and I think it's so off the radar that I could probably play you a bit. Uh, do you know what? I'll play you a bit. If no music plays right now, yeah then basically the whole reason for that is that i can't play you a bit and it's getting locked off by i don't know youtube or something like that but here it is check just check this little clip of this fucking voice let me talk 
Incredible is that that is <laughs> it's one of them ones where I thought this is fucking ridiculous. I need to sample this and I sampled it. It sounded sick when you was playing it out on the pads, but I couldn't come up with an idea. Sometimes songs are so good, you just there's no point in sampling it because it just it's perfect in that mode and in your head you can't even think of a way that you could better it. Do you know what I mean? I did that with Donny Hathaway when I first discovered Donny Hathaway and Donny being one of my all-time greats um, voice-wise on the keys and his string arrangements. Um, but yeah, I sampled. <laughs> I sampled his stuff and I was just like, why? It was the first time I realised, nah, sometimes things are so good you just need to fucking leave them alone. Do you know what I mean? That fucking lead me on song just does me every time the way the uh the voice is recorded as well it's just sick i was chatting to theorist about this theorist who done the uh animation big up theorist by the way at theorist labs on instagram holler at him for uh any animation shit like proper hand drawn old school fucking just the dopest animator out and uh he's the one that done the um printer <laughs> thing for me and fucking hell he just turned it into something i'm just fucking over the moon with it anyway we was um, messaging about a multitude of things but got onto this the microphone thing uh and he was i was talking about um i like the sound he sent me this video on youtube it's called the fred dibner story d-i-b-n-a-h i think it is now Mick, who's sort of like a second animal, and he said, like, he's one of his heroes. He was like, yeah, of course I know about him. It's just a geezer who, so far, all I've watched is he's the chimney sweeper who started making chimneys. There's something about it. You know, like, if you've if you've watched um, The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross, it's quite a simple thing to watch. Like, it's not the kind of thing, it's not, like, riveting but it's super comforting, and uh, I don't know. I just, I just love, <laughs> I just loved it. It's fucking sick. But I, it was a feeling that you get from that kind of stuff, sort of seventies stuff. And and theorists was saying to me that he likes the mic sound from the Bollywood, you know, Bollywood movies. Now I thought the same thing growing up, growing up in Ilford, which is sort of a ninety eight percent Asian area. It's like you hear that stuff playing all the time outside like blasting out of shops inside the shops coming out of cars and stuff and it's got this kind of like warm fucking distortion on the microphone fuck knows how they get that distortion um saying to theorist me and him should maybe go on a mission to try and find how they're recorded um and 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 get that shit man but uh yeah i don't know how I veered off onto that uh yeah that was that korean soul song which is what a fucking find what a find i think there's another one by that artist um i did find a load of other bits by that artist but they were more traditional uh korean songs but the soul stuff i just thought the instrumentation is just so on point and just the way it's recorded you can tell it's like a big room you can tell it's just but it's just got this it's just got so much soul to it personally that's how i that's how i feel um about that's how just that's how i feel about it (laughs) anyway one more thing before i go 
uh, a song called Am I a Good Man by them two. No spelling, them two. I think it's 60s, 60s soul, sort of around the Motown, Stax, Sue Story era. Fucking gorgeous. Again, it's on that same playlist, yeah, on the channel. So go check that out. Um, it's just it's just a banging soul song. When you hear it, you just think, oh, God, this must have been sampled. Anybody who's found this who, who does hip-hop, who even thinks about hip-hop, must have fucking sampled this shit. It's fucking... It's just so on point. I found so much good music lately, man. I love the lyrics to Am I a Good Man as well. Um, I think it kind of hit me on a personal level. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Fuck knows. Anyway, hop on... Oh, Izzy, Izzy's nudging the mic. Can you not do that, to, please, darling? She's begging attention, so I better go and do that. All right, hit up the channel, yeah? <laughs> like I didn't say it enough times. <laughs> 2.04am it is. Um, technically Friday morning. Um, sort of reflecting on the week, do you know what I mean? Uh, been a bit of a weird one. Turbulent, not turbulent, but it's about a uh, little creeper on the anxiety um, symptoms. Not so much physical symptoms, which is a great sign, but, um, you know, mental stuff. Uh, it's funny, actually, how different, you know, various mental health problems are. You know, you hear all these terms, and if somebody don't know anything about it, or they're a bit ignorant, they'd be like, oh, fuck off. So what, it's ADHD, it's manic this, and it's this, that, and the third. But <laughs> life's been so turbulent, there you go, real use, use, use for the word, that... Um, there's a few I've got personal experience with at this point, do you know what I mean? Um, usually only one at a time, apart from the concentration issues that's, uh, that always adds in or, I don't know, but it also gives me a creative way out, uh, which is pretty fucking cool. But thinking about the differences, you know, um, well, I've been online a lot this week. Um, there's a lot, been a lot of distractions this week, but with that, um, managed to get for a few, um, you know, stumble upon some posts by people that i've been following for a while and i ain't really seen <coughs> posts and that i mean <clears throat> excuse me excuse me very, excuse me very much um mind over mood it's pretty good very open with her um mental health issues problems and uh very open and and tries to create as much awareness as possible about stigma um specifically for mental health issues that people don't see that people you know, people stigmatise certain mental health issues much more. And it's usually because they don't know about it or the name freaks them out and stuff, do you know what I mean? Like somebody is bound to stigmatise or cuss out or have more disbelief, um, an ignorant person, not an ignorant person, just an ignorant or uneducated um, person in something like split personality disorder, let's say, as opposed to bipolar because now it seems as if bipolar is starting to be seen as, you know, a normal thing to a certain degree. I'm sure there's still disbelief in many places, do you know what I mean? But bipolar in comparison to something like split personality disorder or like the physical, like, like I've noticed this, explain it to people, trying to explain the physical symptoms of PTSD to somebody do you know what I mean it's fucking tough man it's fucking tough but yeah I, I've got to really big up some of these pages man mind over mood I can't <laughs> classic I can't think of them now because my brain is fucking fried um, you know everyone says it's good to talk but it actually is fucking sick to be very open with the darker side of it do you know what I mean like 
uh, it's important, man. You know, this kind of what's made me sort of sit down at the moment and kind of natter about it is because <laughs> funniest thing tripped it off. Not not the fact that for the fifth time this week I'm up. Do you know what I mean? Or for the you know, or that it's so fucking late, or that. I've probably had hardly any sleep this week, man. Well, and that sounds dramatic. Not all week. I've slept every night or every day. I've just not had really many chunks of sleep. Alvaraf goes to bed at 10.30. And she's like, you coming to bed? And I go, do you know what I mean? Because I don't want to be antisocial or anything like that. Um, sometimes I stay up and just play Call of Duty to stand for You know what I mean? It's not a problem. Wouldn't be no drama. But she knows it's good for me and when i do it i feel so much fucking better the next day and i don't know why i don't fucking do it but anyway poor choices this week yeah um been pretty good creatively but poor choices in terms of maintaining uh a a good routine which would have been a good fucking week to do it because symptoms resurfacing um um but are like i said only mental symptoms uh they're not they're not physical or maybe a little bit sort of the edges of slight burning tongue and and uh sort of chest tight ever so slightly nothing too crazy but brain fried fried so fucking unproductive at work so late to work so late staying up um like so fucking disorganized forgetting shit losing stuff that's fucking next to me it's just been one of them fucking weeks man and because it because it because of it for fuck her sake i can't talk man because of it leaves you with like if you're on your own for a bit your paranoia can kick in man about so many things as well <laughs> paranoia like irrational whether it comes from PTSD. I don't know if you get paranoia with bipolar. I'm not too sure. Um, I know a lot of people with severe ADHD have a lot of problems with paranoia because they, you know, feel like you're not, you've not caught up and everybody else's house is always so clean and they're so organised and they're so good with money and this, that and the thirds, you know what I mean? So they get a bit paranoid about that. They feel like, you know, but the paranoia has been pretty shit. Um, paranoid about just shit that just ain't true man it's crazy how and this is not me right now but you you can have like close close fucking friends who would die for you yet all of a sudden you'd get like invasive thoughts and thinking they think you're this they think you're that they think you're shit at this or you're lying about that or it's fucking crazy but yeah the, the reason why i sat down to actually talk about this is because um i ate a whole fucking trifle today and I'm not fucking proud of it at all, man. Um, again, been feeling shit. It's, people can say it's no excuse, but it definitely adds to it. It definitely fucking adds to it. Trifle, yeah, and I, I didn't like trifle growing up, but the trifle is made a size of the same as big packets of crisps, and it's, I call it fucking pot belly bastard um, quarter challenge, the pot belly bastard quarter challenge. I've just called it that. Do you know what I mean? But I've always felt like that last quarter is a challenge because you eat, like, you know, a big, big packet of crisps, right? Like a share bag. If you're a fucking pig like me, right? You fucking eat most of that bag. And then when you get to the last little quarter or the last little bit, you'll be full. And you think it won't going to fill you up, but then you'll be full. But then you'll think, but I can't leave that little bit because nobody's going to want to open a pack of crisps and eat five crisps. Do you know what I mean? So you eat it. Same happened with a trifle today, man. What the fuck? 
um, that's bullshit, man. Started, finally started doing my working out again. Not a lot, man. Just a bit, but it's something. It's fucking something. It does help that I've been creative. That fucking helps. Um, it does help that I've done some things at work, just not everything. Do you know what I mean? So everything that I've done counts, you know. And uh, it is, I suppose, you can always see it like this. It's a shit week. And it's a shit week after quite a few weeks, three, four weeks of fucking low, low symptoms, man. I was, before that, I was getting, I was, um, I had a bad time. Even with driving was one of the worst, like where I was getting anxiety attacks driving, not from driving, just when I was driving, it was just triggering out for some reason. And yeah, it just kept happening, kept happening, feeling sick and fucking dizzy and some crazy shit, man. And I'm paying for private. I'm trying to get as many overtime fucking shifts as I can. Shit is not cheap, but I'll go broke trying to fucking pay for this shit. Do you know what I mean? Whatever it fucking takes. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Going for a, a proper, um, thingy soon as well. A, uh, diagnosis uh check re-diagnosis or whatever so hopefully that should um yeah i got asked asked a question actually in my therapy um like what do you think the diagnosis would do for you and the fucked up thing about it is is that most of my answer was based around work like and my therapist fully understood that do you know what i mean and it's not about it'll help me work it's about like i work with older geezers a lot of them are very very much closed-minded when it comes to this shit do you know what i'm saying even though they've known me through losing my family do you know what i mean yet when you talk about mental health stuff around them you can see them just thinking in their head all right come get this part of the conversation done so i can just fucking walk out of here do you know what i mean um but just to have something a letter or something just to say listen this is the situation with this person and it's kind of a bit more official i don't know if it's going to fucking help me or not do you know what i mean i really don't know if it's going to help me but anyway back to the point at some point point back to the point I had the therapies working and I don't know how, which is great because I super fucking analyze mental health stuff, you know, biological, physical, spiritual, you could call it, you know, in depth as much as possible. That's like my main coping mechanism. If I learn as much about it as possible, I'll understand it from a mechanistic standpoint as well as like an environmental standpoint. And with that, the tools and weapons, you know what I mean? I, I research as many methods as possible to fix this shit so that i can just crack on do you know what i mean and for the first time i don't know what it is that's working and that's good (laughs) do you know what i mean which is crazy because my number one weapon is the knowledge of what it is exactly how it works from all angles and all the fucking ways the myriad of ways to calm it lessen it fix it whatever Fix it for good is a fucking long shot. I don't know whether that ever happened. I fucking hope so. I'm fucking striving for it. I'll tell you that for sure. Because if there's one thing that... that I was just, just going to say, if there's one thing I'm not lazy with, it's that. No, I'm not lazy with looking it up. Um, I have been lazy with doing it because I know that exercise is a massive one and I have been lazy on that recently. But anyway, things have been better, which is fucking dope. So this week, I'm going to see as a wobble. Do you know what I mean? Get some decent sleep, get back to it. Do you know what I mean? I hope um, if any of you are out there listening to this and you and you actually feel the same, um, 
you get where I'm coming from with that whole feeling of sort of you know that there's more knowledge out there now and it's being pushed but you also know that people don't just fucking change like that but the people that have been shunning it for years you know you know there's generations and generations that yeah they just don't get it man it's not that they, and they don't get it and they've just been cussing it their whole life so it's kind of normal to them do you know what I mean doesn't mean they're ignorant some people are fucking ignorant but it, it's you know there was a time when I was fully uneducated and just didn't get it didn't understand it do you know what I mean when my old man um you know had a fucking rough time with with bipolar and manic depression and shit and and that's what actually started my initial googling and looking up of all these bits and bobs but yeah back to the point of what i was saying i hope some of you out there i don't know if one person who is this just think this is going fucking oh i get that you know then big up you and like it's good i hope that <laughs> 2 a.m me with trifle guilt and another night not enough sleep guilt and probably a shit productive day think guilt um but still just sitting down here just turning the mic on for a little bit before bed i, I hope maybe it fucking helps do you know what i mean it makes you feel a little bit less alone you know what i'm saying you know it'll get better in it man it will get better you know i think this is uh another thing as well i think that people on the outside who don't care and don't want to or don't want to put the time in i think they think we don't want it to be better you know what i'm saying like we we oh it's like a thing that we can do because i don't know if i've mentioned this before on here but there's a couple of things like in the workplace specifically that you can say you've got and you don't need anything and even a doctor can't prove it or disprove it most of the time things like sciatica lower back pain and shit you can't scan for that shit. You can scan for slip discs and that, but if you say you've got sciatica, you know, that kind of thing, it, and um, depression and mental health stuff, you can just say that shit and you could be lying. Do you know what I mean? I could be fully lying to you lot. No, I could, the whole shit. Do you know what I mean? Could be just sitting there with a fucking list of things from Google and just done my research on people that got mental health problems, you know. But what length do they think we'd fucking go to, man? Like, I don't doubt that some people have lied. I don't doubt it, you know. And I don't doubt, also, that some people have confused stress, which is natural and good for you to a certain degree, stress with, you know, depression and, and, and you know, which are... Because depression, bipolar, PTSD, these kind of things, these are physical fucking problems. And a lot of people don't see them that way. They're like, oh, it's your brain. That's fucking physical. It's the chemicals, you know what I mean? It's everything. It's your receptors. It's, oh, it's just loads. There's so many of stuff. So many, how many stuff? I'm looking at the plant. Over there is a plant. Good morning, fellow scientists, mathematicians, archaeologists, infographomonologists. Now, I know Jazzy and Davigi, you two have been having a very deep discussion about facts, 50-50s, reality, what is this, what is that, if not what's, maybes and big juicy round butts. If there's, if there's one thing I can, I can prove that I know is true, I know it's true, I can prove it. I don't know if that's a basis of a shared reality which we all live in. Are there a number of separate bubbles? And then is there a bigger bubble that we're all in? One big bubble with tiny micro bubbles. 
one thing I know I can prove, I know it's facts. Unless I see a miracle, and I have seen a few miracles. A fish living in this environment. Water. I put my hand in that fish's environment. That fish is freaking the fuck out. I'ma grab that fish. I'ma squeeze it to the point its eyes almost pop out. It's freaking the fuck out. I pull that fish out of this environment. That, that, that trauma's gone to a whole new level. I'm still squeezing, his eyes are about to pop out of his head. And I just place it. Place it on top of my beautiful granite worktop. Huh? Fish is flipping and flopping all over the shop now, yeah? It's no longer able to breathe. I've removed it from its environment. I've delivered an incredible amount of trauma. Eyes slowly start to go back into its sockets. Then the fish dies. Can't breathe no more. And then blow! I chop its head off. Now the fish is 50-50. Did that make sense? It was just the first thing I thought of this morning when I woke up. And I took my first conscious breath of air. Anyway, I'm probably just chatting shit, but have a great day, guys. Love you all. Bye.